Welcome to another episode of the Broken Thoughts, the only podcast that's guaranteed to question yourself while you're in the bathroom flipping through TikTok and hating yourself for it. That's right, I am back. Just me this week. Uh, I'm going to try to get, you know, other people. You got to let me know. I, I need social media. I, I currently, right now, personally, I look after uh, eight different social media accounts. Not all mine. I'm not that crazy. But sometimes I just don't. I just turn social media off. I come home. My phones go to uh, silent unless uh, there's three people that are besides my parents that can get through, get through to me at all times. Um, it's just one of those things where sometimes you just have to unplug and relax. And that's what I do. I unplug a lot. Even though I sit in front of a computer, but I unplug from the outside world. So, like, I, you know, I'll watch a movie or sometimes I watch YouTube, but to me, that's not really interacting with people. It's just mindlessly watching somebody in the woods make a fort and live in it for 24 hours. Those kind of things. I, anyway, I'm going to get into what I've been doing for the past week. Uh, this last uh, 16, 17, 18, I think it was. Uh, I'm going to be completely wrong here and I have to double check because I hate myself. Yep, 16, 17, 18 of uh, this past month of September uh, was the amazing Las Vegas uh, Comic Con, I think that's what it is, uh, in the wonderful world of Las Vegas. If you've never been to Las Vegas, uh, I advise you to go at least once. Even if you don't gamble, there's plenty to do. Um, if you don't, you know, if you just hate people, I, well, don't go because you're going to be around a bunch of people, but there's hiking, there's, well, if you like the desert, there's a lot of areas to go, um, there's a lot of, you know, just beautiful things to, to see, if you, like, I stayed off of the Vegas Strip, uh, when I went down there, I drove, uh, we'll get into that in a second, but it's, it's a matter of, just being there, uh, I went by myself, I got to do what I want to do, I ate what I want to, uh, eat, um, and, you know, most of the time, even though I didn't have, uh, you know, a fridge, because most of Las Vegas, they want you to eat in there, they, they don't want you to, like, hoard food or anything like that, I had a cooler, uh, I filled up with ice, and I had two, uh, ice, bricks uh now i recommend everybody get get some of those you know the reusable ones so you don't have a bucket full of water in your cooler but it's i had one of those they eventually froze after putting enough ice in there and they stay frozen for about 24 to 36 hours which is really nice to keep everything cold i mainly kept water in there because you can go to walmart and you can buy walmart you know bottled water for dirt cheap or you can go to the vending machine in your hotel and pay three dollars for the exact same 20 ounce bottle of water now i don't recommend that at all but we all make poor choices in our lives and if you really want to do that or you don't know better go for it or you're like oh i have to drink something drink it out of the tap before you spend three dollars unless you're in a horrible place like you know that has horrible water i mean or they advise against it, or you're allergic to chlorine, or, you know, there's something, but 
anyway, I went to the Comic Con. I I have friends that do a podcast. They were going to be doing, uh, having their booth, and after there, it's uh, the Geek Shock Podcast. I advise you guys, it's geekshockpodcast.com. You find them. Uh, if you're a nerd or a geek or like anything kind of along the realm of books and nerd culture, I mean, they're very ingrained into it. I won't get into it, but it's, it's one of those things where I love listening to them because sometimes it makes me feel cool about my, you know, makes my, me feel cooler. And sometimes I relate sometimes, you know, cause we all geek about something different, um, and that's kind of one of those things. I went down there. I hadn't been in to Vegas in six years. Um, I went to my favorite bar, which is Millennium Fandom Bar. Uh, if you are a nerd or a geek, it's that place for you. If you're not a nerd or a geek, but still appreciate it, like, if you like the Marvel movies, you, you'll be fine in there. If you like Harry Potter, Star Trek, I mean, er, anything. You you're you'll fit right in there. Um, great drinks. Uh, its owner is a great guy, um, and it's one of those places where I met people I had never met before. I sat down and talked to them. I went back the next day. They were like, "Hey, how's it going?" Because they were still there. Well, not still there, but they were back there another night. Because um, I had a we had a private show. I guess it was private because if you showed up, you got to listen. But it wasn't like a Hey, you buy tickets. Um, you know, someone was singing great voice of uh, the singer of, or one of the singers, I don't know. Anyway, of the uh, group, the library uh, bards, um, Bonnie Gordon was singing. Great. Got to hear her twice. Got to sit, talk to her. Uh, and it was just, you know, just a way to escape. Yeah, I work from home. I sit in, you know, uh, basically... Uh, a corner of a room, and I sit in that room, and yeah, I talk to people, I interact with various people, um, I, you know, text people all day long, because that's how 90% of the people I know uh, interact with, you know, regular people, but it's, when you're, when you just need to get away, and I haven't had a real vacation forever, sure, I went to the beach, or I went to uh, I drove to Portland, Oregon, those kind of things, it's not real, like, I can do those in an afternoon, I could drive to Portland in an afternoon, uh, but it's not, like, a vacation, vacation that doesn't get out, and I'm not, wasn't, you know, staying multiple days, those kind of things, but, that, it was just nice to be there, I had a, you know, a room to myself, the nice thing is, is that a lot of places will charge cheaper for two queen size beds if you do that then you have a place to lay out all your stuff you don't have to put it on the floor uh you're not moving into the hotel room like you know some people do i think those people are crazy but i just you know i got to do you know what i wanted to do um i went out to the desert i had you know all those things let me start i'm gonna back up to uh, I guess it was the Monday before the con. It would have been the 12th. I left. Now, I was driving. And I was driving, you know, quite, you know, my, my vehicle. It's a, you know, newer, newer vehicle. 
Uh, it's about four years old, but it's still newer to me, and it has low miles. But I was, as I was driving, um, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna drive until uh, until I need to stop, and then when I when I uh, get tired, I'm going to uh, pull over, and I'm going to um, you know just do whatever I need to do in order to uh, find a hotel room or. Uh, you know, a Walmart parking lot or something like that. Because some Walmart parking lots, you can sleep your, in your car. And I thought, yeah, that's fine. I got room enough in the back. I can sleep. Uh, in this area, there was a lot of signs that said no overnight camping. Uh, you know, if you, uh, violators will be towed or ticketed, you know, such and such. You know, those kind of warning signs. So I went into, uh, uh, I believe it was a... Um, it was a Super 8, I believe it was. Now, I'm not a small person. I'm not, like, a tall person. I'm just a big person. Not muscular. I'm, quote-unquote, healthy. And with that, you you have to keep in mind that most of the hotels, you know, they have some sort of size limitation because they're built in it's an old hotel or something like that. But... The hotel, this one was when I got into the shower, because you know after a day of driving, you got a shower, or you should shower to you know keep yourself normal. Uh, but when I got in the shower, it was the shower spray was actually hitting me right in the belly button. Not saying that I have a high belly button. I'm just saying the shower head was that low. The you know, it was basically a. Uh, aimed for someone that was about four feet tall or shorter on top of that it was the same size as an rv bathroom if you've ever been in an rv bathroom not the newer ones that have like you know jacuzzis in them and all you know those van lifers that you see on uh, internet where they spend you know sixty five thousand dollars and renovating their bathroom in their transit van now, I'm talking about like the old 1970s Winnebago where the back smells like some cat died in a shoe. And it's that kind of size of the bathroom. Now, the the issue I had also is that the bathroom, like you couldn't shut the door because, well, if you did, you had to go into the shower, stand in the bathtub in the shower to shut the door for, you know, the bathroom, which is fine because I was the only one in there. I didn't need to really shut the door. But at the same time, to keep the heat in that little cubby area, it was best if I shut the door. Now, I'm not, you know, so I was like, okay, that's fine. I, I will uh, just deal with it. And, you know, it's only for one night. Uh, it was like, but it was like $173 after taxes and everything like that. Uh, because I didn't have a reservation. And I kicked myself for that because I was like, oh... You know, I'm used to, uh, before the pandemic, you could stop somewhere and get a room for $37, but my luck was that I fell asleep, or I was falling asleep in my car, and uh, it was about, you know, in the, around the airport of Boise, and I was like, okay, this is not good, I need to stop and pull over. Now, I pulled over, I I literally walked in with one of those drawstring backpacks. Mine actually was one that I got from T-Mobile uh, for a T-Mobile Tuesdays deal. But I, you know, I had like 
one extra pair of clothes in there and it was like my going into the hotel room bag so I didn't have to carry my luggage and everything and I went in I took a shower I fell asleep and then I got up you know really early I slept like um like a wet bag of you know rags being tossed around in a broken dryer because the pillows were small they they were broken down I didn't bring my own pillow because I'm you know an idiot and so on and I was like okay well screw this and as soon as I got in my car I got onto Expedia and I found a room in my next place that I was studying which was going to be uh south of Provo Utah and I went that way and you're probably thinking wait you said you lived in Seattle why would you go that way it was more of just having fun and trying to see a little bit more of you know say it's been a long time since I've been through Utah um I don't I mean, I go to Moab, but usually I drive down through California, see friends, and then cut over and come up. I don't actually go through uh, Utah, or I'll go through Vegas and then cut that way. But I never actually, you know, go into Utah on purpose. Um, I'm not uh, religious. Um, I try to stay out of the cities. I'll go into, like, the middle of nowhere um, because that's where the sand and the fun is and the camping and so on. Well, when I got to this place, it was first, like, I I pulled into uh, the Denny's, which was close. I had done my Google research, and I pulled into Denny's. I was like, okay, well, I will eat somewhat healthy at the, you know, the Denny's. I'll get a salad or something, because, you know, driving, you tend to eat um, poorly while you're driving, because you, you can't really eat a, you know, like, drive down the road and have a Cobb salad in your lap. I mean, you could. But I, you know, they kind of frown upon it, and you could get in a wreck, and so on. Well, I was in the Denny's across the street from BYU. And if you've ever been to BYU or seen pictures or anything like that, the campus is beautiful. It's one of those nice areas. You got the mountains, and, you know, the, like it happened to be a nice day, so you got the beautiful clouds behind it. And if it was, if this was video, I'd put up a picture of that I took, you know, of me from Denny's across the street to BYU. And you're thinking, oh, BYU, it's a nice school, it's a college, you're proud of it. Correct. Well, it's a very nice, it's nothing wrong with the campus. Other than, I mean, it's not for me, but at the same time, it's a very nice campus on that side of the road. On the other side of the road, there is businesses, there's strip malls, there's uh, run down buildings, everything like that. And I'm thinking in my head, because it's a long time since I've you know gone out and stayed in a hotel, I'm thinking Days In. Days In has one of those names. You're like, oh, it's kind of cheaper, but it's still nice. Well, I went and I stayed in those place. Well, apparently they're new owners and they're re re um like breathing life into the hotel a little bit more. This is more of the motel category. This is this is like the oh no hotel kind of thing uh there are people apparently people have been living there um it was like an apartment i don't know how they afforded it i mean unless they like booked out at like 27 dollars a night or something for like 20 years or something i don't know um but when i got in the room it was dirty there is and I know I'm talking crap about these people. And I don't really care because I'm never going to see them again. And if I do, I apologize. What are you going to do? Say, oh, you're never going to stay here again. Because it's a franchise. And it's the 
the room was, the floor was clean, the bed sheets were clean. Okay, that's a plus. So, bathroom was clean, except it was like mid remodel. So there was a lot of like, there were like they had taken a fan out of the bat, the um, in the shower, and so there was a hole there, and then they had plastered over the top of it. So there's a big white bar, you know, weird looking spot because whoever did it didn't know how to do like straight lines. They're one of those kids that would just scribble to go, you know, in order to color a, a circle. The, you know, there's that kind of thing. There's marks and dings and scratches and chunks in the walls. Um, the, um, the, uh, there was a fridge, but the fridge was actually um, not functional. Uh, I opened it to see, and I quickly shut it. Actually, I shut it, ran out to my car, grabbed my Febreze, went back in and sprayed Febreze inside, shut it, and then I put a piece of tape on it so it wouldn't come open because it smelled like an old, um, like an old camper, uh, you know, refrigerator, like the ones that are on the side of the road that say free on them, and you're questioning why is it free, but this is one of those fridges. Now, the microwave on top looks like something that was straight out of the 80s, Possibly 82, 81, if not before that, but I mean, it was like, I don't even know. And I didn't even look at it because it was, I could tell that it originally was white. Now it was yellow. Now, okay, I, I mean, if you, if it's a smoking, it used to be a smoking room, I gotcha, that's fine. But if you're going to, you know, leave it in there, make sure that these things work, they're not smelly whatever and I get it it costs money costs money to do these things but I I you know it's just it was like downhill from there uh, and I got in about 3 30 in the afternoon because I was like okay I could either drive all the way to Vegas and find a place in Vegas or find this one which I paid like 42 dollars for uh, so it wasn't too much out of my money and I was like okay how bad could it be um, after I took a shower, I was kind of sitting there going through my phone and I was charging my phone and everything. And it was within like 30 minutes. I got, uh, about eight phone calls from various people asking whoever, like whoever had stayed there previously in that room, like given out that phone number and like everybody kept on calling and asking for that person. I don't know if they were a drug dealer or, or you know, cool or something, but during the night, I heard car doors opening, because I was on the bottom floor, car doors opening, slamming, people yelling, dogs barking, there was a, you know, gunshots, um, you name it. Like, three times, three or four times, I got up to, you know, make sure my car was still there, make sure that my car was locked. Um, I went out to double check and make sure my windows weren't broken, because I heard glass break. I mean, it was like one of those things, it reminded me of the, um... What is it? I know I keep on saying it was one of those things. It reminded me of the those crappy hotels that when people are on the run in movies or TV shows, they go to like this little hole in the wall place, the signs flickering, and you don't know if it says vacancy or no vacancy, and and you're just like, and it, it was it's like last ditch hotel motel, and like the O H A H N M like flicker back and forth, and then you're know that someone's gonna like break in and like try to stab you that's the kind of place this was now I 
I know what fear. I wasn't fearful for my life. I was just fearful from my car. Because I figure if someone comes in the room, they will see a naked guy sitting there. And, you know, probably. Because even if I'm not naked, if I hear someone breaking in, I will get naked. Because naked always scares everybody away. I don't care who it is. If it's something you're not expecting, and all of a sudden you see a naked guy, it's kind of off-putting. Especially a big fat one. But with, you know, those things, you know, happening, I still just passed out at 3 o'clock. And then about, I'd say about 1 o'clock, I, I woke up. I couldn't fall back asleep. I just laid there. And then, uh, you know, rolled around. I was like, okay, they have quote-unquote continental breakfast. I went in there, and it was a room. I'd say it was about a 12 by 12 room uh, with the you know reception desk on one side. And I was thinking, okay, no big deal. Uh, you know, I turned in my key. I was going to get the breakfast. But there was a lady with her 12 kids. And they were all sitting there at the, all the tables. Uh, and there was, you know, they had cereal. I was like, okay, well, I'll grab some dry cereal and go. But it was like, I'm not a huge fan of sugar cereals. I never grew up on them. Um, I'm just one of those, you know, I like my cereal simple. Or if I do add sugar, I'm, I want to be in charge of it. And they had what looked like um, Fruit Loops that had been sitting out way too long. You know when sugar candy... Uh, sits out or starts getting old it starts getting spotted I don't know if you've ever seen this and it happens a lot with like sweet tarts and smarties and stuff like that but it's um, they had that in those cereal dispensers and then the other side looked like uh, someone had beaten up the bag of Rice Krispies so it was all powder and I'm thinking to myself that's not exactly you know conducive to eat inside my vehicle and so I was like, okay, whatever. I just, I left. I, you know, I got straight out of there as fast as I could. Now, when all that being said, you know, yeah, I, I had a bed to sleep in and I didn't have to sleep in my car and everything. But it, it's one of those, it's, it's pointing out that, no, you got to be careful where you stay. And I know that Expedia was like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, four out of, four stars out of it. But then I didn't go back through and read that it had perfect stars from all these people, but, you know, or five stars. But then it's recently it was like one star. And then, like, people are like, oh, I wish I could give it less stars. I didn't read those. Normally I do, but I was just so you know, eager to find a place, and I didn't want to stay inside the city of Salt Lake, which I should have spent, like, $30 more, and I could have stayed at, like, the Holiday Inn, you know, Express or something, because I've never seen, you know, well, I've never seen a bad Holiday Inn Express, but, or Executive, or one of the, you know, a Ramada, even, or something, I don't know, um, I mean, shoot, I would have had a better luck going to Walmart, buying a tent, and sleeping in a tent somewhere than it was at that place. And then return it. Because I don't need another tent from Walmart. I already have two. But it, it's it's just that the experience of me just, you know, having those things happen. And really, like, I had everything planned out uh, roughly on, you know, 
on the way back. But down there, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just go. No big deal. Whatever happens, don't do that way. Don't travel that way because it's, yeah, I mean, if you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to camp no matter what. I'll just find a camping spot and uh, go. That's great. Do it that way. That's, you know, that's the way to do it. But if you are seriously going to stay in hotel rooms, plan it out, like, you know, get the best deal you can. Make sure that it's like a 4.5 or higher in the last year. So on and so forth. All those things. Now, while down there, I did all the touristy thing. Well, I didn't do all the touristy things. I, I mean, I went to the Pinball Hall of Fame. If you've never been there and you're a fan of pinball, great way to spend $20 in five minutes. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm horrible at pinball. That's why I say that. But it's... You know, it has all, it has like all the classic games. Like, you can go back and play like the old games where the numbers were flippers. Like, they actually were the flip numbers and not the digital. Uh, They had, you know, the beginning of the digital ones. And then you have like the fancy ones where it's all spinning around. And, I mean, it's, if you like pinball and you can get, you know, an hour you know, even just an hour's worth of enjoyment out of it, go there. It's so much better. You know, take your money from the, you know, the casino. You know, 20 bucks that you would have spent on the slot machine hitting, you know, your uh, repeat but, uh, bet button and possibly maybe win. Just go down to the Hall of Fame and um, just check it out. I mean, it's that you know, that great. I mean, yeah, there's construction, but it's Vegas. There's always construction. But it's it's one of those places that I had been to the old location. And I love the old location was great. The new location, fantastic. Um they will I could tell that they're expanding and it's just gonna be that much better. The it's it's kind of like um it's kind of like going to the fair. You know you're not going to win, but you still want to try to win the prize. Well, with this, you're you're just playing because you're you're enjoying it. You're not winning anything. You're not uh, you're not going to like trade in your tickets for that plastic you know spider ring or anything. Uh, that's another thing. Do they still make those? I don't know. That's a whole another conversation about whether or not they actually play or still uh, make those spider rings. Or uh, any of those things. They have to, but I haven't seen one. But then again, I'm not like five, and I haven't gone to an arcade where they have tickets, or you know, and you're trading them in at a counter by, you know, some you know, over eager, you know, old guy that's really happy to see children in a creepy way. The so after all those things, you know, I did that. I went to Area 15. If you've never been to. Uh, uh, or yeah, if you t- the um, you know, Mal Mal Wolf, uh, exhibit, it's phenomenal. Just you have to go there. There's plenty of. I mean, if you want to go and sightsee, um, you. I mean, I could go. Oh yeah, go see, um, you know, the Cirque shows. Oh, you have to go see these. You have to go that. But if you want to stay off the strip, there's like there's the Meow Wolf. There's um. I don't know if you guys watch those shows, but you can go and see like the um, the Counts Customs. You walk through and look at cars if you're into cars. 
the old show America Restoration ha has a thing where that you can walk. Well, actually, I don't know if they do anymore. They used to have it so you can walk through and see them restoring stuff. Um, it's kind of like a, a live museum because you kind of walk through and there's windows all the way around. It's, it's kind of weird. Um, they used to have um, the uh, tanked guys on Animal Planet before their, their show went off air and they got divorced and shut down the company. But it's, um, they had, uh, you could walk through there. I mean, there's tons of stuff. On top of that, there's a whole bunch of other stuff. I mean, if you're into guns, there's gun places. There's a place that will, you know, um, you can drive a tank over a car. Um, so, I mean, I recommend it just go to Vegas with the idea that you're going to spend lots of money on experiences. Uh, get out of the casino. Was, um, I mean, you have to, like, I mean, if you're old enough, you have to put in, like, 20 bucks and be like, yep, I won, or, oh, I lost. But, you know, get out of the casino unless you're seeing, like, a show. Even if you're walking up and down the strip, there's so much to do. I've done that numerous times, uh, walked up and down the strip, and I've seen so much. And it was just really hot. And, you know, my knees were hurting, uh, got whiny, and... I was like, ah, poor me, poor me. So I didn't really, I had my car, so I didn't really, you know, walk around that much. So I didn't do, you know, the touristy thing. I did the things that I specifically went to do, uh, like the Comic-Con. And there was a lot of, like, 100%, besides, you know, honesty here, besides, like, the local library, you know, comic book, you know, get-together or whatever they want to call it, this was the you know, first big one. I've always wanted to go to like other ones. I've never gone to you know big ones, but this was like the one of the first ones that I've been to that was supposedly big. And I got there, and it wasn't as big. Like I've seen home shows that are bigger. Um, I've seen job fairs that were bigger, and it's like it kind of took it down a notch but I got to meet a lot of cool people I met a lot of artists a lot of um you know people that you know do like a lot of makers a lot of people that are into the, so many different things and it was just you know interesting and you know like one of the people this is a side story here uh at a comic-con or you know comic convention a lot of people dress up uh, it's kind of like a, you know, a lot of people do dress up. Some people don't. Some people like you. And I went in my normal clothes, uh, which is overalls, um, you know, just a t-shirt. And I happened to be wearing my hat because it was hot out and I had to walk quite a diff distance. So I was wearing a straw cowboy hat. It's what I really wear on a regular basis. Sometimes, most of the time, it's just a ball cap. But I figured, hey, I'll wear a ball, uh, you know, a cowboy hat. Now, I didn't, it dawned on me that, um, or didn't dawn on me that what I looked like. I was wearing a blue, uh, and yellow, uh, shirt. So it was blue in the front and yellow sleeves. It was, you know, Henley. And I wear black, you know, uh, framed glasses, you know, that are square, but they're not really round. Anyway, there's, uh, this girl came up to me, and she was the first one, came up to me and said, I love your minion costume. And it, 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 it kind of sat there, I was like, what are you talking about? And I couldn't remember which one wore the cowboy hat, because like, one of them wore the cowboy hat, that played the guitar. 
I'm not a huge Minions fan. I think it's they're cute movies and I love them. But I don't memorize all like if I had to memorize all the Minions names, I don't know which ones actually have names. So but it was just like I was like, Oh, I guess I'm a minion, huh? You know, and at first that was like towards the end of the first day. Uh, I had gone up to see like I needed a different um, you know bracelet because the person that gave me the bracelet the first time put it on my wrist and actually put it too tight so it was cutting off my arm <laughs> circulation uh, which is not good um, be careful about that uh, and so when I was walking back from you know getting my thing this gentleman who looked way too happy to be taking pictures he was taking pictures of these um, I don't know if they were uh, Japanese or Chinese. I didn't hear them speak. I don't know. And I'm not generalizing. But just from what I could tell, and I'm going to sound really white, they're one of those two. Anyway, uh, they were all dressed in you know full anime, beautiful costumes, and they were resting away from everybody. And because there was chairs in this area that was like, you had to like, know where it was and you know he was trying to bug them about taking pictures and I was just walking by he's like he asked me oh who are you and I was like oh what and he's like who are you supposed to be and I was like this is my normal clothes he's like yeah but what are you supposed to do or what are you who are you being and I was like um I'm nobody and he's like really and I was like fine and then spur of the moment in my head top of my head I said I'm the guy that steals your catalytic converter at night and I just looked him straight in the eye, straight, you know, faced, everything like that. And he was like, oh, and then he walked away. And I was like, that's one way to get away from, like, the weird, creepy people. Just tell them something so bizarre that they have no idea how to respond. Now, beyond that, I, you know, after I talked to people and I listened to some great panels, um, I wish the panels were um, a little bit more... It was, it was like basically having, um, people in like um, it was like a giant, you know, gym, a giant you know warehouse, and people had microphones. But then there's tons of stuff other you know going on you know elsewhere. There's music, and there's people talking and trying to hear that. And like, I was in a bad spot to listen. I mean, I was sitting, but I wasn't like up front, and so. And some of the guys had thick accents. So it wasn't the best. I mean, I, I'll i go back probably next year um, just to see friends. and But I'll probably fly. Or I, you know, if I go fly and then uh, borrow a friend's uh, moped or something and go that route. And it's... It was like a great first experience. But at the same time, yeah, I didn't prepare myself I didn't prepare my knees for the walking now the walking when I say that like you're like oh yeah you're walking in the parking lot now it was a good like if you got there like not right at you know early in the morning you had to walk a good half mile um because there's so many people that were coming because there's all the vendors and then the people going and then they wouldn't carpool which I drove by myself so I'm one of those people but it, it's you know it was like $10 to park and 
it was just, you know, it was hot, and I'm not used to it because I live in the Pacific Northwest, and I'm whiny, and, you know, all those things. All those great reasons and excuses, but I wasn't ready for it. I didn't think about it because, um, like, I know that, you know, I'm used to parking, like, right against the building. I'm, I've been babied and pampered, and, you know, I have it easy. So... Yeah, after about half of the day, my knee started hurting. I was like, okay, well, I guess I got to go. But I was there for three days. So in my head, I'm thinking, oh, there's plenty of the sea. There's three days. You know, I'll, I'll be seeing new stuff every day. Well, it was smaller than I anticipated. So therefore, I saw half of it the first day. Now, the second day, I went and I, I walked around and I listened to some more panels. And I talked to some people. I met a lot of interesting um, you know, uh, vendors and artists and more people. And I talked to, you know, my friends that had the booth and in my head, I'm thinking, okay, well tomorrow, I, you know, I can just play it easy. And by the next day, um, you know, I was, I was hurting to be a hundred percent truthful. I was hurting. And so I went and I, you know, I picked up the one item that I was picking up I'd seen it before and they had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them and I was like okay if 300 people you know buy this then I'll be good I'll get you know this other one there's you know three of them that I was looking at um and I'm not going to say in case the other person listens to the podcast because I still haven't given it to them but it was it was something that you know encompassed what you know their likes and it really you know it was a they helped me out at work so I you know I was like oh yeah here you go the after I got it, I went and sat down, and I was having more fun just people watching. And if you have ever just sat somewhere where there is, you know, half the people are dressed up, half the people aren't. Uh, there's a lot of kids, you know, running around with like, um, you know, plastic swords because they, they, you know, there's a guy selling plastic swords. There's a guy selling real swords and real knives. Um, straight from China, but he was selling that, like, he had, um, they were, you know, knuckles, you know, like brass knuckles, but they were steel knuckles, which, you know, kind of when I was like, well, I guess that's, you know, I would classify that as the wish.com version, but it's still interesting. Now, the day after, you know, the convention, I was like, okay, now what I'm going to, what am I what am I going to do? I had something, I had a, uh, a work thing on the Tuesday. So I had a whole day on Monday to do nothing. And I was trying to figure out like what I wanted to do and, uh, like what can I go see? And it was one of the, I had plans in my head of what I wanted to do. But when it came down to it, I sat in my room like a, like an, you know, a loner and iced my knees because I knew I was going to be driving back and I figured oh I'll drive for eight hours and I'll stop and I'll drive for another eight hours or nine hours depending on you know how far I go and it was at that point I was like okay I'm gonna ice it and I'll be fine so roll around after the you know my training everything like that Wednesday morning rolls around and I I got like I was like, I'm going to go. I had gotten everything in my car. I, I was ready to go. I just jumped in my car. 
And if you've ever driven in flip-flops, I don't recommend it. Um, you know, going to the grocery store real quick, going to get gas, whatever, that's fine. But driving, you know, being in flip-flops that long, uh, I was probably a good 11 hours or so. I was wearing these flip-flops driving because it didn't dawn on me to change my shoes. Because that's why I had my flip-flops with me in my room. I had taken my shoes off and because... You know, you do that when you're on vacation. You don't wear shoes, in theory. And I just was walking around the room in my, you know, flip-flops. I like saying flip-flops. I don't know if it's sandals, thongs, flip-flops. Depending on where you are. Anyway. Shower shoes, maybe. But mine are leather. So, I, anyway. Um, as I was driving back, you know, it, it was one of those, like, oh, okay, I got, you know, I'll, I'll, when I find a hotel... Uh, when I start getting tired, I'll stop. As I'm driving back, and this is something that, you know, I definitely recommend people, you know, plan this out. I had planned out um, to get gas, like, every 100 miles. That way I always had a full tank. Yeah, it's going to cost me a little bit more, but that way, because I was going through areas where I couldn't, I didn't know where there was going to be gas or if it was going to be shut down or whatever. And it was a way that I went before, but I didn't think about it really until this time because, you know, my, this vehicle got like three or four miles less, um, you know, in gas mileage, which, okay, not a big deal, but still, if you're in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the night, yeah. So as I was, as I was going and driving, I got to a point where driving through a mountain pass, middle of the night, uh, and it was, um, you know, super dark out, middle of the mountain, you know, middle of nowhere in the mountains, there's no street lights, um, there's no, uh, you know, lights anywhere, there's, there's a few, there's reflectors, a lot of trucks, and you, that's it, in my case, there was rain and fog, now, I have, you know, fog lights in the front. I well, I have fog lights, and then I have off-road fog lights, because um, I want to be cool. And I turn on all of them. I turn on my high beam. Well, I didn't turn on high beams because that's bad. But I have the yellow, um, you know, off-road that are great in fog. And I, you know, drove with those. Every time I saw somebody out turn on, you know, it was a lot of lights on, lights off, lights on. And every time, you know, a big truck would come up behind me because I was taking my time. I would pull over if I could. And it was just got to the point where I was like, okay, I got to find some place to stop. Well, it, you know, I got, you know, as I was driving, I got to a point where I was like, okay, it's eight hours home. I can make this. And then, I, you know, and then it's like four hours home. And at that four-hour mark, I just had to pull over. And I was, I got, you know, the, um, you know, some ice and like the lady was like, she's like, um, do you really need like a whole bag of ice? And I was like, I need ice. And so what she did is she gave me, um, I paid for uh, a cup of ice and then she gave me a grocery bag, you know, cause it's a gas station and I put the ice in there and I ate my knees. And I changed my shoes, and, well, I changed my shoes earlier, but, I, like, I took them off, and I was just sitting in the parking lot, with my, you know, like, it's two o'clock in the morning, I'm sitting here, icing my knees, and, 
it was just horrible. Um, I don't recommend it. I don't recommend just driving until you can't drive anymore unless you have somebody with you. Because um, driving, you know, that's dangerous. Um, it's the driving like that is probably one of the dumbest things I've done. And I didn't mean to do it. I just did it. It wasn't on purpose. It wasn't uh, something that I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do that more often. Uh, or check it out. It's more of, I can't believe I did it that way. Like, I should have stopped earlier. Um, I should have planned a little bit better. And it would have been a lot, you know, better for me in the long run. Um, because, I, I mean, yeah, sure, I would have gotten home at 6.30 instead of 4.30 or whatever. But the... It would have been safer. I would have not hurt myself, you know, that much. Because even if you have a luxury car, I mean, even if you have a self-driving Tesla, you're still going to, you know, be sore from sitting that long. If you're if you're not doing it right, if you're not getting out every so often, and you know, so forth. And you know, like driving the eleven hundred and thirty-seven miles, you know, from Vegas back to my house it it kind of yeah it made me go okay well I gotta go a different way next time and, and then I was like well why would I go back so I started thinking about it and yeah I might go back for the convention next year or I might go and just go down there for somebody else's birthday but it's it's one of those why you know like why would I do that to myself again I mean, sure, I could fly, but then it's, you know, you need a car or you need, you know, whatever. And it just it starts getting so expensive. But now that I have a high end of gas, because gas prices are expensive as I record this, it's, you know, got to definitely uh, figure out, it, okay, well, how much would, you know, uh, how, how much would the, um, the, taxis cost how much would the uber cost how much would the um you know shuttle if you have to pay for one how much you know whatever how much did that cost how much would the car cost and then compare that to you know driving and how much that would cost um because i mean it was i think all in all i put almost uh 3200 miles on my car because of where you know all the driving i did down there and then i went out in the desert and then you know, I took the longest way possible down there, and it's it got to add up quickly. And I and I at the time I didn't think anything of it because I was like, oh, it's like you know, it's not that much. You know, my balance on my credit card isn't that much. But at the same time, you know, as I got when I the day I got home because you know some of those charges on you know the gas charges and other stuff all it takes them a few days to you know kick in. And then it kicked in right when I got home. Like, all the charges for the past, like, four days. And that's, like, gas and food and everything. Now, not to, I mean, I have the money. It's not like, I'm like, oh, no, I can't pay my bills. I mean, if you want to send me money, you, you can, my, I don't have an account, but I'll send, set one up for, uh, you know, brokenthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to send me money, you can. But, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying, you know, be smart when you travel because 
I mean, yeah, it's, sure, it's, you know, nice to just, you know, go on a whim, but if you have the ability to stay in a tent or a camper or a RV, go that route, then you can just pull wherever. If you have, if you're limited to hotels, which for some reason I wanted to do it that way, it's don't do what I did. It's one of those, uh, you know, do as I say, not as I do kind of parenting things because I did, I did it the hard way. Um, I, you know, I drove way too long, drove way too hard. Um, yeah, I stayed in horrible places that, you know, that smelled like, like, you know, grandma's smoking, you know, back room mixed with sadness and, you know, depression. And it just wasn't, you know, the trip down there wasn't the best. The trip back was pretty fun because I had good music and I was rocking out to myself and, you know, I had good snacks and everything. But, you know, the, I did those two things wrong. The drive down there, other than the nights of staying, fun. Driving back, fun, other than I should have stopped somewhere along the way because I'm stupid. But the, I guess I'm just saying, this is, that's my overall experience. I do recommend going to you know, your local con, even if you're not super into, you know, if you're like, oh, I don't like comics. Chances are you read comics at some point in your life. If you're like, oh, I don't, I don't read comics. Those are for you know kids. You might like, you know, the movie posters or the art, or um, there's a lady selling pajamas at this convention. You know, a lot of them were nerd and geek and fandom oriented, but you know, don't deny yourself that 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 pleasure of, you know, letting your, your geek out, you know, don't, you know, say, oh, I can't do that because, you know, that's not me, or I'm too old, or too young, or whatever, uh, you just have to take it, I mean, um, these are, like, super nice silk style pajamas, um, and they were, like, you know, pants and, you know, bottoms, you had, uh, pants, she had uh, shorts, you know, with tops. She had women's uh, pants and tops and, and shorts. She had, um, like, the nightgown style, which I haven't seen anybody wear. I always see them in catalogs, but I don't know anybody that actually wears, you know, any man that wears a nightgown um, because it's just weird. I don't know why. I mean, basically, you're just wearing a long shirt. But the the quality was fantastic. No, she didn't have anything in my size, and I asked her, would you, you know, could you do a custom one, and she's like, yeah, I could do it, you just have to email me, and I was like, okay, and I, I probably will order it, and, you know, you know, just for myself, I gotta figure out exactly what I want, uh, she said that she has thousands and thousands of prints and fabrics that she can do, and if there's something that she can't find, she can just do plain, like a plain blue, or plain black, or something, and who knows, but the quality was there. Um, there's people there that were, you know, um, selling everything. I mean, there's so much stuff. There's people there that, like the group that I know, were they have their podcast, so they wanted people to sign up. They weren't charging people to do anything, but they were giving away, um, you know, free candy. They were giving away prizes. They're giving away um, 
they would send people on a quest to go get free stuff. Yeah, because there's always free stuff. There's always someone giving away something free. Well, they would send, like, if you spun the wheel, this beautiful wheel that put everybody's wheel to shame. Like, you know, there's art projects and whatever, but this was a nice one. It lit up. It was super loud, so you could hear that tick, 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 tick noise. And they would send people, like, you know, there's a thing on their shame. You know, they would they had a bell, and they would shame you uh, if you're into that kind of thing. And, but they had like a thing called What's Going In My Mouth. That's part of their, their podcast. But it's they had like weird candy. Most of it was like candy canes that was like um, like sardine flavor or sour cream and onion flavored candy cane or whatever. And let me tell you, there's some people that powered through those. Um, I got the sour cream and onion. I ate about half of it. And they're like, oh, you don't have to eat it. And I was like, are you sure? And they're like, yeah. And I just threw it away. I mean, I knew them. Um, but it's, I definitely do recommend going to a, you know, convention, even if it's a small, small one, but the bigger ones are nice because you see some artwork and then you can, a lot of these art artists will do commission work. So if you're like, well, I'm not a huge, you know, this and this and this fan, but I really like, you know, like the you know, 60s Batman, you know, the Adam West Batman, you can find something there, you're like, oh, I only like, you know, the, the old school, not the new one, the old school, um, before the 90s, even 80s and 90s, like, um, like, um, DuckTales, or, you know, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, you can find that there, there's people selling those comics, those comics of your yesteryear, there's people that play selling board games, now, if you like, uh, like the boys, the boys just came out with a, a board game. Um, and they have a beautiful board game, you know, set up. I didn't buy it because it was like a hundred plus dollars, I think it was. But you got all the figures and the game and the, uh, like a special, you know, comic book and all the stuff. And if you don't want the comic, chances are you give that away to somebody or sell it to somebody because it was a con edition. And there's people out there that will spend an arm and a leg and another leg and steal somebody else's prosthetic leg just for this. But there was people that bought it. People I know that bought it. And I, I like, if I lived close enough, I would like show up at their house and be like, "Hey, I brought pizza. Let's play." Someday I will play it. But it's the level of of um, just variety there was just fantastic and you know everybody geeks out about something and even if it's not a comic book con go to a convention or something go to the you know overland you know uh expo go to the gun show well go to uh shot show that's the biggest one go to blade show west or east or whatever um you know go to a i mean go to a boat show i mean I don't know about you, but I used to love going to boat shows. Do I own a boat? No. Have I ever owned a boat? No. Will I ever own a boat? Probably not. Other than, like, maybe, like, I might get one of those rowboats, you know, the paddle, paddle boats where you sit next to somebody else and they have the two big wheels in the front and the two small ones in the back or, you know, whatever, and, you like, you're paddling and you're, like, sitting on a big chair it's a thing from the 80s or not you know actually 80s yeah they had him at a lake we used to camp it but you know besides one of those probably not i might own a dinghy one day maybe a kayak 
but you know there is I used to love going to go to some sort of show um, because you meet so many people that are like-minded there's no one there that got I mean there's a few people that got drugged there because they either have to work or significant other or something like that but there's rarely anybody there that doesn't want to be there and they're just as passionate as you so if you have it like if you're secretly if you're in a like you know in a household where everybody you know looks down upon you know whatever unfortunately and you're just like oh i I really love reading, you know, X and X, you know, comic book, or I really love watching Marvel movies, but nobody wants to watch them with me. Chad are you'll meet somebody there. You'll meet them there. You'll get, you know, if you want to exchange information, meet them on Facebook, create a watch party, and boom, you got ten friends online that will sit down and watch, you know, the you know, the next, you know stage five or stage 27 or marvel or whatever it's on now it's just about being who you want to be and there you could be anything you wanted to be like me i ended up being a minion and i didn't even plan on being a minion there's people that were you know that were walking around with you know that looked like they had costumes that cost them hundreds of thousands of dollars just beautiful costumes beautiful cosplay, you know, representations of movie accurate stuff. And then there's the people that were selling, you know, the, that went to, you know, uh, the spirit of Halloween store and bought the $5 one off the rack, the plastic ones of, you know, the 80, those ones where it's that plastic, you know, face mask that goes over the front and they're just walking around cause they're loving it. Both sides equally passionate, but just, they they all worked with what they could. Not everybody has a hundred thousand dollars in a year to build their costume for the next convention. But I do recommend, uh, you know, going to some sort of convention. I mean, what even if it even if it's the, you know, the He-Man convention or uh, My Little Pony or uh, act the you know. Uh, Go to a, the, your local slingshot hunting convention um, or con or you know get together or expo or whatever they happen to throw on the end of it. Um, you know, get a job at a dealership and then get a you know go to SEMA if you if you're into cars. Um, you know, make friends with the dealership and be like, hey, I'll pay my way if I can just use your thing and get in there. You're not supposed to, but you you probably could. But my point is, is, just get out there, meet people. You know, yes, you are listening to a podcast that I'm recording by myself at my desk. But that's not the point. The point is, is that I went out and did something, and I was I'm conveying it to you guys. I'm letting you guys know how much fun I had, how much fun I didn't have. Both the the ups and downs of any adventure, anything happens, whether it's indoor, outdoor, at the grocery store, it doesn't matter. You, you gotta make what you got, you know, whatever you can out of it. Um, I never been before. I decided to go and I got roped into, um, a few things that I've always been curious on and I got to tackle them down the road. They're models and games and whatnot. The, point is that if you 
have an inkling or interest in something, dive headfirst into it. And I mean that, like, you know, kind of, not literally. Like, I don't, if you have an interest in bricklaying, don't dive headfirst into bricklaying because you'll hit your head. But you know what I mean. I'm saying just enjoy the poop out of it and, you know, get something out of it. You know, if you have something, you know, find somebody. If you have kids, see if they're interested in it too. Um, I know a lot of people, you know, like love Legos or whatever. Share that with somebody. I, unfortunately, my parents gave away my Legos. A lot of them are worth money now. Who would have known? Same way, you know, they always say baseball cards, but I collected them in the 90s, so it doesn't matter. It's just a matter of finding that one or 20 things. <laughs> Doesn't matter. There's no limit that make you smile. That makes you just want to do it over and over again. And if I would have, you know, planned ahead, I would have done yada yada, then it's one of those shoulda, coulda, woulda things. But the the point is that I would do it again. I would plan ahead, and I would you know get more time to hang out with my friends. Uh, I would um, you know definitely go see the people that I didn't get a chance to see because we missed and like ships passing in the night, and I would have probably taken a few more extra days you know to come back and. You know, maybe gone to spend the extra seven thousand dollars and gone to Disneyland, or uh, you know something like that. Gone to see a comedy show in L.A. because that's you know even just even the you know on certain nights even the uh, open micers are are you know junk but or good. I mean, sorry, they're not junk, but it, it's just one of those taking the extra steps and just planning and just doing it. And I think that. Uh, deep down inside, we just need to acknowledge the fact of, you know, things that we like and things that we, you know, just need to grab a hold of and, uh, I guess the term is, um, grab a hold of it and hump it into submission. I forget what movie that's in. I think it might be Dodgeball. I forget. But, either way, thank you for listening to Broken Thoughts Podcast, the only podcast that might make you smarter, it might make you dumber. I hold myself not responsible for either of those. Unless you start making millions of dollars because I said something and you went and ran with it, then I am 100% responsible for it and you owe me money or dinner or a drink or a high five or like 50 cents so I can go to the grocery store and put it into the machine so I can try to get a plastic helmet of some team that I hate something but either way thank you for listening share whatever but thank you for subscribing i could say i love you but that would be creepy